Hey gang, that's Holly. And that's Brooke. And this is the Macabre Cast. And I'm Shahri. Welcome to episode 50. 50! 50! And we were going to do something extra special, but we're going to make y'all wait. Yeah. And uh-huh. we teased it last time. Mm-hmm. So. so You know what it is. Instead, I'm going to crochet while high during this episode. And I that's going to be the experience. This. It will be wonderful. And I'll be playing Pokemon as usual. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> and for our 50th episode, we're going to get into taxes. Because what's hey. more exciting than taxes? Also, it's Scarier. so timely. It is. We're in tax we season. We are in tax season. Yeah. I just got my W-4s. I was thinking about doing my taxes next weekend. I know. Me too. I was I like, know, I, I was thinking about doing it early. Yeah. <laughs> I got the info from my old job, too. Yeah. Hey, I was like, oh, let's go. Taxes. Did I even make enough for this to matter? <laughs> You're like, <laughs> but shit. It's the, it's the saddest way to get out of taxes. It's for like, real? oh, I didn't do it. Yeah. Except for at that point, you should be getting a ton of money back. So you should That's file true. it. That's true. That's yeah. true. Um, but like to get out of like paying taxes, yeah, so to speak. Exactly. But, um, yeah. But also, what better way to bring it back for episode 50 than have Hall take us away again with something even scarier? Taxes. <laughs> For real. <laughs> There's nothing more macabre than the U.S. tax system. <laughs> like, it's so scary it, to be alive in this It actually world. is a little bit um, unsettling because this episode is, it. that's accurate for this. There is yeah. nothing more unsettling than the U.S. tax system. Especially when um, you look yeah. at, like, like, it's like a lot of things in the U.S., I think, histor- historically, where it's like, it used to be a lot fucking worse in a lot of yeah. ways. But there's but still good. the remnants. No. Yeah. There's still, it's still there. It's it just changed names. I feel like it's that thing of like people will just like sit on a husk of an old system. Yeah. And not actually build anything new. No. Yeah. And they'll just be sitting there like, it's great. And it's like, it's dead. What is and that? It's killing uh, you. Audrey Lord quote. Uh, oh. Yeah. Uh, you um, can't dismantle the master's house with. From what's, from inside? With the tool, with the oh. master's tools. Um, That's a good I'm quote. misquoting a little bit. I know that there's. You got it it's better like, than I did. It, the quote is better than that, but that's like the gist of I, it. I get what you're saying with it, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, and it, it makes sense because there's that thing of like people also say that like you can't imagine a different system from within the system. Yeah. Just because we're not raised in a way to think of like it alternatives. Just, like yeah, that. and like, it's all we know is what we and, live in. Yes. Yeah. Anywho, though. Anyways, uh, we're going to start with... Audrey Lord. I know. Love. Um, Love, We're going to start with not my sources because... I know. I did it at first and I was like, fuck, it's spoilers. It's okay. I think for yours it made sense. For mine, I'm going to be referencing a lot of my sources as I talk about it. Okay. And then I'll go through the full list at the end just because it works better. I'll try and remember in case you forget. I have it in my notes at the end. So I shouldn't forget. You should get it then, Mm -hmm. yeah. But... Bachelor taxes. Let's get into it. I'm so excited right now. (laughs) Can I give my fake version of what the topic is real quick? Yeah. So people were so into watching The Bachelor (laughs) that they started taxing you for it. Oh, yes. Those people should be taxed. Honestly. (laughs) Fucking trash. It's it's fun trash TV, though. Okay, that's fair. You know what? That's fair because I watched like five whole minutes of... uh, married at first sight yeah. and I had a panic attack yeah. and had to turn it off and I feel like The Bachelor would be much more fun than that oh, yeah. because it's yeah. a more chill let vibe. me tell you married at first sight was emotionally draining for me yeah that's fair <laughs> I remember Kali knows this but we'd watch it together and then I would start having panic attacks about our relationship yeah that's what we- Holly told us at game night last yeah. week when you weren't there because <laughs> we were talking about how we had to Sandra and I had to stop watching yeah. Um, and I was saying how we had to stop. I kept watching it, but you had to stop watching it because you would get so it was anxious. specifically with you, too, because I'd be, like, thinking about us the whole time. And I'd be like, wait, do I do that? Oh, no, am I like that guy? Yeah, and then I would be, like, the worst person in the entire world. And I yeah. was like, Shari, you are nothing like yeah. that person. For the me, Holly. it was just straight up, like, so triggering. I was like, oh, my yeah. God. I was literally like, that bitch, so leading up to it, I was like, that bitch is crazy. Yeah. That bitch is crazy. That bitch is crazy. Yeah. And then Sandra was like, oh, yeah, she really is. And then finally it got to a part where yep. she, she blew up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, she's go. a little bit the type of flavor of crazy that I shouldn't be around anymore. Because yeah. 
yeah. I was around that for maybe a little too long. Yeah, that's super yeah. fair. She was crazy. I feel like I had that experience, too, with uh, The Ultimatum, like the lesbian mm. season that yeah. we watched. That one, yeah. It got, like, it, I, it's about I what I I can't watch that toxic shit. That yeah, one. It was, like. That one got bad. If it's just toxic because it's straight, then it's fine. If it's toxic because it's toxic, no, then I can't got, watch it. Like, there was a whole, got called, like. Oh, yeah, God. like, there was a whole thing in it where, like, my spoiler alert would just be that there was one person, because, like, the whole thing is, like, the couple split up for a little bit and then mm. come back together. Oh, okay. Um. And one person, like, just started out by saying, well, my partner's asexual for everyone except for me. And it's like, okay, so you're a... And she just was, what like... the fuck? Yeah, which, The to most be self-serving clear, bitch for the um, whole thing. Is not how asexuality works. Yeah, it's just, actually, like, one person doesn't quote-unquote cure it or yeah, some shit. Yeah, just, like, Holly did a really good episode where we talked in depth about um, the ace experience. So if you want to go back true. to that, it's our yeah. Pride episode f- from last year 2023 so go back to june 2023 yeah. and listen to that because it's a really good episode yeah it is i would love to do something more in depth i would love to hear more about it yeah. actually but that all being said aside to side yes the bachelor taxes uh <laughs> not about the show. We're, we're going to start with how i found this topic which it evolved a lot oh, um because... I love when that happens, though. It's so, that's like when you know it's a good topic, you know? Yeah. So it started out with me hearing about Argentina's bachelor tax. Okay. Um, and it has since spiraled into like way more research. Oh, God. Of course. And I will have to switch to the US's bachelor taxes eventually oh, as well. Oh, God. Okay. I'm ready. Um, but we're going to start with Argentina's bachelor taxes which were started in the 1900s, early 1900s. Um, and they, it, this was a tax that single men would have to pay unless they had been married that year. So like, if you were not married and you were of a certain age and you were a man, you would have to pay additional taxes. God, why is it so hard, so hard to, to be, be a, a man? man. <laughs> so hard to be a man. Oh. Um, a tax exemption. Man, it's so hard. <laughs> Sorry, I can't. A tax exemption was also put in place, though, which meant that if this, if these men could prove that they had proposed to a woman, oh my god, but she had rejected his proposal, then they could be exempt from the tax what? because they had tried to get married but failed. So here's what you do. You just have a whole business where you make men propose well, to you for a little price. Okay, so that's oh, the no. funny thing is okay. that's the next thing that oh, I'm about. Oh, go on, go on. Sorry. So, oh my god. So then this led to a new profession for women. At, like, an actual profession, and the women who were hired to reject men were then known as professional lady rejectors. Oh, my God. I want this job. Yeah. I would be so good at this job. Yeah. (laughs) I would be... Yeah. I would be so good at this job. Oh, yeah. Brooke, I feel like you could, like, get some, like, good flair on it, too. I just, I'm so, all yeah, of the I lesbians, love saying no to men. All the lesbians in Argentina at this time were probably professional oh, lady rejectors. Oh, my rejectors. God. Iconic. Yeah. Like, what a way to make your way in the world. Oh, so this is specifically the Argentina. Yes, yeah, so this example. is specifically okay, okay. in Argentina all of this is happening. Okay, okay. Um, and when is this? The early 1900s. Okay. Um. So the professional, it, I, so the gig of being a professional lady rejector was seemed actually like pretty good because you essentially just have like a sugar daddy for a bit um yeah. because you're like kind of dating but then you say no right yeah so yeah, you get courted I exactly oh, um, shit. so court me <laughs> i found an article in the taranaki herald from nice. June 13th, 1903. Okay. But, Again, 1903? Yeah. That was the date in my last episode that we just recorded. We're going to have a lot of 1903s in this one. Oh, so shit. that um, synergy. Yeah. But this article <laughs> talked about the professional lady rejectors and said, quote, um, she causes it to be known that she is in the business oh, and will consent to be wooed by an eligible bachelor tax dodger for oh. a reasonable length of time. Oh my god. Scandalous. He can take her to the theater, buy her ices, oh shit, and pay for her bu- her bouquets and bonbons oh. until the expiration of the time limit. I want this job. When yeah. he asks her to be his, 
and according to contract, she promises to be a sister to him. And like, so, that's so the like only basically, way you could say no. yeah. basically it's saying like, like you, they basically get, get wooed, go through all of the steps of courtship. Well, you have to make it look yeah, real. Yeah, exactly. You have to make it look real. And then once he proposes, according to their contract, she says, oh no, I don't, I don't think I feel that way, but I'll be a sister to you. You know? Oh my god, that's so oh, funny. Oh, our friendship was always more of a sibling. Yeah, yeah I always felt more like you were my you brother. You were more of a brother to me. <laughs> I mean, exactly. I feel like, there's Oof, a, I feel like when you're a lesbian and you don't want to break your friend's heart. Yeah. yeah. I feel like also you can just throw out that like you feel like a little brother because it's probably accurate. Oh, yeah. for real. Well, and <laughs> so then Friend it doesn't zoned. it doesn't yeah. end there either. Oh no. So after she rejects him, she then has to accompany him to swear that he proposed like to the officials oh shit and to say undercover that, yeah and to say that she rejected him when when he goes to do his taxes she has to like make that statement and be like yeah i did, rejected the yeah him. i oh rejected my God, him yes i want this job yeah i feel like tax season would be hell if you have that job oh though. god yeah you have to go to everyone's <laughs> fucking meetings <laughs> You'd have to be, be like, like oh, I rejected him, and I rejected him. Oh, yeah. Like, what if, like, him. you would get well known, I can well, imagine. Yeah. So it had to be like covert because you weren't, you know, allowed to just dodge your taxes by hiring someone to reject you. Right. But, right. Yeah. Um, Governments tend to not like that. And like the tend person, not, yeah. The person writing the article was also like incredibly worried about this because it's 1903, remember? And True. so they were worried about how women were going to handle this profession because it must be so incredibly difficult to not give in and say yes to the proposal. What? Oh, I mean, after getting romanced <laughs> like that so by hard. one of these men. Oh. Oh my. It's so hard to make a living these days, yeah, you know? Like, it's, it's just. And I ask again. Honey, it's just money. Are women like, never, I hate to break it to you. Are women not allowed to do anything? <laughs> We can't even be fakely wooing men. What? We can't even go on a couple dates just for fun? Yeah, and get someone out of some taxes? I think like, it sounds like a fair. Yeah, just a cheeky tax evasion. Yeah. It's not a big deal, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. And you get, like, presents, you get gifts, you get to hang you get out. Gifts. You know, what? like. <laughs> I love the the mental image of, like, going to your parent being like, don't worry, Dad. I'm yeah. just doing this yeah. to get him out of his taxes. Yeah, don't it's worry, It's nothing Dad. real. It's nothing serious. It's not yeah. serious. <laughs> like, oh, if your parents, like, don't like him, like, oh, it's no big deal, Dad, don't it's worry. It's just for taxes. Yes, yeah, just a tax it's thing. just a tax thing, Dad. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. So that's what was going on well, in Argentina. Well, we used Argentina. to joke, Holly, remember? About getting married for the tax benefits? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's a move. I used to joke about getting married to my internet, like my friend Keenan even. Yeah. I joked about marrying him so that he could like yeah, stay in the, the US. Yeah, for the benefit. Yeah. Because he, he's like on a visa and all. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I'll give you a fucking green card marriage. Oh, yeah. I don't care. Oh, yeah. Let's go. Well, that's like also the, us saying that Holly is so like two gay closeted gay people like I know, trying yes. not to be like me being ace being like yeah that's yeah because we because <laughs> i was also like i can't imagine ever actually liking a man enough to marry him <laughs> but what if you liked not a man whoa like a woman anyways no. <laughs> that's when things get spicy mm. <laughs> but anyways so that so, was argentina's bachelor yeah so tax. this was argentina's bachelor tax um this same thing was also going on um, in Europe around the same time, a little bit later, but there was a Times article from May 28, 1923, uh, saying that in Berlin they were introducing a bachelor tax as well. Um, the uh, that article it was catching on. Yeah, Damn. <laughs> that article ended with this statement that says, "Quote: <laughs> why, why, why am I nervous? Just by your tone of voice. I'm already nervous. It seems that bachelorophobia oh. is slowly ravishing the world. Ravishing? Oh my! It was it was felt in Austria. Oh, an outbreak occurred in Turkey. Now it has spread to Germany. Oh, oh my! <laughs> Not the Germans. Not the Germans. <laughs> yeah. Rightly so." And there were a number of other countries that also utilized the bachelor tax in Europe, um, primarily for nationalistic and fascist purposes, including in Italy and Germany, where you can imagine what the rhetoric would be with that. Yeah. Um, Build that 
big, strong, ethnically non-diverse country. Yeah, exactly. Marry those women. Exactly. Um, Marry those women. women. Make lots of babies. For Papa Mussolini. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. For Papa, um, Papa Mussolini. I like the way you said that. <laughs> Mussolini has... Sorry. My only tangent is Mussolini has such a fun name for being such a shitty dude. There's a, a like, serial like a... thing called Moosely. Yeah. And every time I, like, Moose-ly. hear Mussolini, I think Moosely. And I'm, like... Moosely. I'm picturing him in, like, a Moosely ad. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But... Just saying. See, now I need to look up what he looks like. But go on, please. AI <laughs> images for Mussolini <laughs> in a Moosely ad. I could ask Daniel to do it. Yeah. And then we could post it on the Instagram. Incredible. Excellent. Um, but yeah, so outside of Europe, there are also like, you know, the examples from Argentina and then also, um, South Africa oh, shit. had a bachelor tax that was put in place during apartheid that was oh. racially motivated as well oh, okay, to try great, and course. increase the white population in South Africa. Um, I kind of saw that where that was going. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, so we are moving from that to the U.S., which is not going to get better. Oh, I'm um, sure it won't. <laughs> also, I looked at Mussolini. He is not a good-looking man. No. Yeah. He has a very... Sorry. This is in such an important tangent, obviously. It but, is. Um, you know, people say Winston Churchill looks like a giant old baby. Yes. Yeah. He no. somehow looks more like that, in oh. my opinion. Wait, okay, one second. Visual aid. Maybe we'll have to add this to the podcast, <laughs> to the episode photos. But that's Mussolini. Oh, yeah. He's not good. No. And like the po- but I could see him munching down on some moussouli, though. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? What that mouth do. Oh. <laughs> that Mussolini mouth What do. that Mussolini Mussolini-eating mouth do. Oh, no. No, I hate it. I'm making a t-shirt that We're says We're moving that. on. It's getting so bad. <laughs> but, so the, the U.S., also participated in the bachelor tax around the same time as all of these other things were happening and um in like early 1900s as well like argentina um i couldn't find a ton of info on the reasons for the bachelor tax outside of the u.s um aside from like the brief bit that i mentioned about it being related to fascism and whatnot um probably because of language barriers in researching um and i feel like international reporting wasn't so big back then like that yeah and like the nitty-gritty stuff yeah where it would be an article like i think if i spoke and were able to read in languages outside of english i would be able to yeah but like yeah and also like broader yeah, um, and also, like, for example, like, it's, yeah. I feel like it's a lot harder to find an Argentinian newspaper from back then. Exactly. I think, yeah, yeah I think, like, you just are, have limited resources yes. in this situation. Um, yeah. So because of that, I was able to find the most info for the U.S. Okay. So that is what I will be talking about okay. now. Okay, I'm um, so ready. I yeah. already know a little bit, and I can tell you it does it's, not disappoint. Yeah. <laughs> I'm um, so excited. In the worst way. <laughs> So, um, here's just like an example of the bachelor tax in the U.S. because it is very similar to what was going on in Argentina, except for without like that tax exemption. Um, In 1821, Missouri was the first state to pass a bachelor tax of a dollar a year. Later, which back then is a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It it wasn't like crazy, but it's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. It's still substantial. Yeah. Yeah. Um, later, a lawmaker in Missouri proposed that the tax should be increased and the proceeds should go to unmarried women. Oh, shit. Uh, I mean... <laughs> See, that I'm actually kind of here that for. Person <laughs> yeah. Reparations? Was up. <laughs> yeah, that person was out looking for, like, success. Yeah. Honestly, I'm going to make a bold statement, but that's a he-him lesbian that's right a, there. That is a he-him lesbian right there. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it was rooted in intense amounts of sexism but True. we like the end result uh, yeah we're not we're not I, mad about it right i now. hate to be one of those guys but for the time and all though it did but work it did work out on in that way did yeah. it actually get passed though or um, is it just suggested 
No, not really. Um, okay. By 1907, though, at least seven other states were also considering the bachelor tax, and those states included Illinois, Missouri, like I said, Massachusetts, Texas, Wisconsin, Indiana, and Iowa. That feels um, right. Yeah. One I don't of know what the... to say, how, how to explain that, but it does. <laughs> but it, it does. <laughs> but it does. Yeah. One of the last lawmakers to propose the bachelor tax in Tennessee was Senator Harry J. Lovelace, who was quoted saying, it is the duty of every man to marry and support a oh wife. Oh, my. If one refuses to assume this obligation, then he should be made to contribute to the support of women left unmarried because he and others like him shun wedlock. Oh, my. Yeah. You know what? I feel like this is, like, just a bunch of... The bachelor tax only existed because a bunch of parents were really angry yeah. that yeah. their son wasn't wasn't like, getting married, wasn't yeah. getting married, and wasn't doing like what their like the family wanted him to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. And so we're li- they were like, well, um, we're gonna take some of your allowance money, <laughs> um, because you're not you're not getting married, getting married is- fast enough, which isn't giving us dowry money fast we don't enough. Have where babies. is grandchild? Where is baby? Where Wait, is grandchildren? Literally, <laughs> oh. Every Every, everyone over Gen X yeah. and up. Yeah. Where's your baby? Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Also, I was going to say, this is like the same time that like people, it's actually a little early, but like people would be considered, a, women would be considered spinsters if they're like 26. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's just fully like, this man is 23 and unmarried. Yeah. What are you doing? Why are you like Why this? didn't you get married Wait. five years ago? Yeah. And you're the somehow... only one who's not in your spinster era yet, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spinster Shopping. high five. Yeah. We're in the spinster I'm era. I'm almost a spinster. Get freaking wrecked, Holly. Get wrecked. You're not a spinster <laughs> yet. Get wrecked. <laughs> But yes, I want a t-shirt that says in my, in my spinster, spinster era. I'll I feel make like it spinster era is a weirdly good band name. Yeah. I want that to be, my, that's my band name. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, okay, yes. shut up. Um, I won't. <laughs> so with all of that, um, there are also a lot more reports of the bachelor tax existing than there were actual laws. So like a lot of newspapers would like, be like the bachelor tax is coming it's coming for you all it's coming Um, for you all but it never actually would pass as a law but people Mm. were like freaking out about it yeah Um, it was like the hot like political topic yeah exactly and there were a lot of rumors or reports of legislature that that never actually became a part of law oh yeah so like that is that is something to keep in mind like with the u.s's history of it but like there were there were actual states that did enact bachelor tax laws it just wasn't as widespread as some of the reports made it seem oh um but it did exist yeah Uh, well so (laughs) so the question is and like the concept was still being proposed yeah exactly yeah so the question is uh why was it a thing why did we want this yeah what was what was the reason and as anticipated the reasons in the u.s weren't good yeah um i'm i figured (laughs) they were mostly all around moral panic or racism of course you gotta get those good eugenics baby yeah we're gonna get into eugenics of course Uh, (laughs) and i feel like everything i don't want to sound excited because i'm not but i'm just like i i I knew it was coming yeah (laughs) it's it's like the morbid fascination yeah you know yeah my next my next note sentence is actually one of the main ones was actually rooted in eugenics. Woohoo! <laughs> I mean, I feel like everything in the U.S., especially like in that time it period, it all goes back. It always connects back to eugenics and through that racism. Yeah. And like, uh, slavery. Yeah. But also like taking people's land. It's yeah. One of those. It's three all. Things. It's all there. Yeah. I mean. Every time. Shocker. Yeah. Shocker. Who would have thought the country or the history of all this? Crazy as genocide is currently occurring literally yeah. yeah right now yeah again genocide let me just say again again, again. continues never again and it's happening as if yeah. our stance wasn't any more clear yeah free palestine yeah free fucking palestine <laughs> exactly <laughs> moving on uh, i'm really enjoying how much we'll like stake our claim on things and, and be like who are we staking this to? Yeah. Our friends who already know our views. Yeah, our, fr- <laughs> our friends who listen to the podcast. 
who are the only people who listen to the podcast who already know that that's who we literally like two weeks ago we're talking to about this yeah like, but also but just so you all know just so everyone knows yeah free palestine free yeah palestine. continue um so the general concept in the u.s uh is that in the early 1900s in the u.s white people were concerned with a term called race suicide which essentially uh-huh. was white folks in the U.S. worrying that with immigration and fertility rates, eventually they would be outnumbered by people of color. And there well, the good was news is they were right. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, uh, j- also just like quick, quick news flash: you already were. Yeah, yeah. you already were. You're you already, you always have been. Yeah. yeah, it's like the whole system you set up and everything. Yeah, exactly. Um, there were some references to, um, to like the bachelor tax being in existence because white people were being selfish and not marrying early, so they weren't having as many kids, which led to race suicide which is why the bachelor tax would be needed so that they would get married and have kids could i make a couple of comments on yeah that? first of all just the um the term feels so bananas in a funny way to me yeah. just like race suicide like it's not well, like it's, I, I, this I struggle shit doesn't... to even understand why that's the word that they well, chose it's, they chose that word because of this view that that young white people were being selfish and yeah. choosing to not marry and not have kids. So they were... It's their duty they to their were race, They committing obviously. suicide that, against their I, race. I'm so sorry, yeah. but is it like... Is it wrong of me to think, wow, I should put this on my 2024 bingo card? <laughs> because that's I mean, kind of what's happening right now. Yeah, you had all these, yeah. like, especially, it, like, alt-right people. It's yeah. very big in that whole, like, we need our racial identities. Well, no, yeah. but, like, right now, there is a huge increase of people who are not having children. And I oh, guarantee yeah. you, in the next five years, people are going to start getting gonna, angry about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, because, don't get me wrong. Stop fucking having children. We don't need Population more. control, please. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Seriously, <laughs> like, what part of the world's... Okay, this is something from when I was a kid, too, but, like, what part of the world right now makes you think we need more children? Yeah, sorry. But Just, this is... Yeah. Stop. Like, anyways. Yeah, but. so it's a very convoluted term. It is 100% based in eugenics. It is... Oh, I... I just really quick wanted to say that all that to say was just that like there is such an increase of people our age who are just like choosing not to have yeah. children again yeah. and I feel like in the next five years people are gonna start talking the same crazy type of shit like this yeah. I, mean, I is wouldn't be surprised again. if yeah. just saying 2025 20, bingo card yeah uh, like re the alt right people are gonna rebrand the meaning of um, yeah of uh, Racial, racial suicide. suicide. They're gonna like rebrand I mean, it. I feel like they just it. would use the term. They're just yeah. gonna rebrand. Just be like, there's this great idea from the 20s. I oh God, just please like, kill me. I like the older era. It's just I better. I feel like it would have <laughs> been so much more fun if I lived what, what, 100 years um, ago. I don't know why that one just never worked for me. Yeah, <laughs> I like when um, like people who are into vintage stuff, like vintage um, influencers, mm-hmm. say like vintage vibes, not vintage values. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they like will wait, like they'll be in their full getup, and then they'll have a sash that says vintage vibes, not, not vintage, vintage values. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there's one too many people who will get weird. It's like, it's yeah. Like, mm-hmm. No, it's like no. I just no. like antiquing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> which is fine. Yeah. But when you're like, I think we should go back to how the world lived that might be yeah, a bit more of a problem yikes gnar yeah gnar. but yes so this whole thing based in eugenics um i was reading a publication actually in mit press oh shit titled uh american immigration fertility and race suicide at the turn of the century by miriam king and stephen ruggles and ruggles. found this information best last name ever which quote from this um, publication uh, and they knew from firsthand experience the middle class okay this is some of the wording on this I yeah. don't agree with I'm going to read it but yeah. I don't agree quote unquote what they yeah. said was um, and they knew from firsthand experience that middle class natives were postponing or foregoing marriage for selfish economic motives and when they're saying middle class natives they mean uh, middle class white people who live in the area like they 
did not immigrate to the U.S. recently. Okay. Um, and because this is the fucking, what, like, 1910s or some shit? Like, so they're saying, they're, like... They're being, like, the white people are the Yeah, closest. the white like, people exactly. who've been living in this neighborhood for, like, the last 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so just to, actually, like, clarify... they were here clarify. for, like, 20 whole years? Uh, actually, they basically, uh, uh, my yeah. family has been living in this neighborhood for exactly two decades. <laughs> yeah. Um, just so you know, which actually spans two generations <laughs> in my family. Thank and you. don't yeah. even ask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so um, they knew from firsthand experience that they were postponing or foregoing marriage for quote-unquote selfish economic motives. Race suicide was typically viewed in moral terms, not quantitative ones. Theodore Roosevelt put it this way, the fundamental, the unpardonable crime against the race is the crime of race suicide. The New England of the future will belong and ought to belong to the descendants of the immigrants of yesterday and today because the descendants of the Puritans have lacked the courage to live. Wait, 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 wait. Have lacked the conscience which ought to make men and women fulfill the primary law of their being. Okay, so he's still roasting. Which is to fuck. Yeah. So he's still roasting the white boys. Yeah, he's saying y'all are selfish assholes who don't want to fuck. Also, just motherfucking Teddy Roosevelt saying that is just like such a weird, because I know about him from like imperialism and shit. But, but like, he's no, he's just racist. And yeah, shit too, he's, I mean, he yeah. just it was I just, like, like, do you ever y'all for, are committing forget, a crime? Yeah, forget that people have like takes on things. I know. Oh, yeah, like Teddy Roosevelt had a take on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like because he existed in this time. Yeah, like, it just it's not. It's, it's weird it's to funny think about to think like about. the life that people time period people lived through and all. Yeah, and how they probably saw that. Yeah, and but yeah, I, was, I feel like it's funny that it like comes off in a way of like almost being like yeah immigrants and it's like no but not those immigrants sadly the thing is is the way that he was referring to immigrants means the white white, that white immigrants yeah yeah yeah. and it's the kind of thing i I think it's important to highlight but also to make sure people are clear that nope teddy roosevelt was not progressive no 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 no, 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 no. (laughs) and this the article was actually really interesting that 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 quote was from because they were going over the entire thing was essentially a like historical research study into like there were claims at this time that the like population that they were all like worried about the population and about like people of color were populating too much (gasps) and like all of these things and this entire article was a whole study (laughs) on like the actual like population and the numbers and like the breakdown by like race and then by like location and by like gender and all of these things and marriage status and it was like a whole thing where they were like so this is what was going on as like race suicide was being typically viewed in moral terms when quantitatively like none of that existed in any of the data or science or anything that Mm -hmm. actually was going on so it was it was interesting yeah with like racist no no it never does what's the phrenology right yeah yeah yeah, like all that stuff but it was it was interesting to see like the whole breakdown of like the population statistics and right, then right. birth rate statistics and I was like oh my goodness I didn't realize that I was getting into all of this yeah. but yeah but um and then okay so between 1880 and 1930 there oh, were a ton of newspapers all over the US that were publishing articles all about how white couples were not marrying and how they needed to get married. Um, and this feels like the newspaper writers were also just lazy. You know what, yeah. too, though? Like, if you think about it, um, I, I, it feels like some of the articles about, like, millennials are no longer buying diamonds. Yeah. Like, no, you know what it is? It's it, my fucking least favorite thing ever is it's always, like, maybe millennials... Okay, so this is basically... Millennials with their avocado toast? Yes, yes. So it's, it's always like, maybe if millennials didn't buy their avocado toast, then they could afford a mortgage on their home that they say that they can't buy. And it's like, no, the economy sucks. Yeah. yeah. And also just like, if you're equating the cost of a motherfucking avocado to, to a, a house, house like, you're like, so was, out of the, touch. The frequency at which I buy coffee doesn't affect what like not in the way that they think like it's just so ridiculous like it's such a dumb view it's it it isn't about how we spend our money it's about what our money is worth it's a total argument yeah Yeah. fucking ridiculous like and it's it's always it's always starbucks 
an avocado toast. Which, I mean, or fuck co- Starbucks. Like, but... Yeah, fuck Starbucks. But, like, the way that they yeah. phrase it is Starbucks. But what they're really yeah. talking about is people spending money on coffee. Like yeah. buying coffee on the way to work or something. And an avocado toast. Yeah. yeah. Every fucking time. Which it's really so just makes and me wonder. Oh, yeah. Which really just makes me wonder, how much are these people spending on avocados? Like, I imagine yeah. they're getting these, like, hand-picked from across <laughs> the globe avocados. They're like, it's like $200 in avocado. If they just <laughs> yeah. stopped buying what, the ones what, how, how much do you think they think an avocado t- costs? I mean, I have love, you heard? Okay. They're I, like I, I, rich people trying yeah. to guess how much a banana costs. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Because it's real. Like, there's a lot of, if, there's media about it that's yeah. bananas. <laughs> I am thinking of um, Arrested Development, that bit where uh, the mom in Arrested Development yeah. is like, how much does a banana cost? Like five dollars? Like something? five dollars? Like, <laughs> yeah. No, they do a bit like that in Schitt's Creek too. Yeah. With yeah. David. Yeah. Or um Alexis. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, but yes, so the newspapers were all newspapering. Um the the articles being published about how white couples are not getting married and how they need to were it was largely a response. Um to like the nativist calls for the white population to increase and the panic around race suicide that was happening within white communities Mm -hmm. at the time and like nativist in this sense and context refers to folks being like we are the native people on this land and we don't want immigrants (laughs) um Keep it good, clean, and white. Yeah, yeah. And, which is ironic because yeah. I'm like, you're not you even aren't. Native Americans. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, calm down. There's, <laughs> a, like, there's a thing people say about like staking so much claim on this land, you literally just took yeah, from somebody. Exactly. And it's yeah, exactly. Like, bro. Like, which, like, how many generations, like, people can count on one hand how many generations back their family, like, yeah. has been here. Has been here. And that yeah. says a lot. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. you can count on one hand. Yeah. <laughs> Unless, of course, like, for, I, I can count it one. It takes yeah. one finger to guess that's, how, to oh, count how many Let me just clarify. Yeah. If you're, if I know you're what white. you mean. Yeah. Yeah. You if you're white. Yeah. <laughs> All these freaking immigrants. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, but no, all these freaking white no because Slavic and then I'm, get, I'm getting well, all weird yeah. tangents. Just well, let's just move on, please. Um, but we yeah, so nuance. That nuance. was all of the the articles in response to all this happening at the time. Um newspapers would publish charts, which I will will post to the Instagram. Okay. That would show Oh yeah, you were this is the stuff that you were sending to the yeah. thing. <laughs> the charts would show the areas in the US that were most in need of women to go to to marry the bachelors. Oh there. my god. Um we have a we need a shipment of women. Yeah. They women uh, <laughs> they they thought that this would be a great way for um women to know where to move to so that they could get married. They were like, this will help you decide where you're gonna move to find a bachelor. Here's oh the list god. of all the places that have too many men. This well, is like there. sex trafficking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and it's all based on this weird assumption that all women care about is finding a man. Yeah. Uh, I gotta that, find myself a man. On that <laughs> I'm babe. moving to Idaho <laughs> so I can find myself a man. A good Christian boy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on that vein, um, I have a whole list of quotes from different newspapers about I'm this so topic. ready. Let's um, go. And I am just going to go through them yes, because. Please. W- we know the reasons for all of this we now. We know what we're and, getting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we're so ready. So uh, the first one w- will be from the Washington Times from July 12th, 1908. Uh, an article called, Girls, Girls, Everywhere in Washington, But Not a Man to Wed. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> the article is all about how there are many more women in Washington, D.C. than unmarried men. And that the men they meet working with the government are either probably too career driven to want to marry or are too old and grumpy. Um, mm-hmm. and, <laughs> and that's so um, real. I will just read you a slight excerpt from this, uh, this article that says these attractions, the attractions of Washington, D.C., mm-hmm. these attractions, of course, draw the women. 
But alas, when the years have begun to bring the gray hairs and the homemaking instinct long stifled gnaws their hearts away, they realize the folly of leaving the telephone booth, the typewriter, or the cashiership at the restaurant in their native towns. They come to realize that in these positions, they would have met the active young men of business, the men who really do things worthwhile, but who are too busy to follow the social world. So get their wives from the women they meet in pursuit of their careers. It sounds like they're trying to be motivational in the weirdest fucking way. That is so weird. Why (laughs) is it phrased like that? Because they hate women. It's so creepy. Why is it so creepy? It it just gets creepier. I mean, I think part of it you have to remember too is like the people who write for newspapers are usually like a little older. And this yeah. is like a 30 or 40 year old man from oh. 1908. <laughs> so he was born in Ew. the 1800s. True. I just got like and this is his view on uh, women being I'm single. like getting high V just I'm thinking so about sorry. it. Um, our next one, we've got the Salt Lake Herald, December 6th, 1903, with the title Wyoming, a state of bachelors. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen it. Wyoming. <laughs> sorry that's a meme i saw i cannot take credit for that amazing bit of humor i have to go i can't believe you just credited a meme on the podcast okay this article yeah uh, is saying that 58 out of 100 men in Wyoming are bachelors and oh my God. that there aren't enough women going to Wyoming for them to marry. Um, and it says, quote, um, undoubtedly, there are nice young men. They are nice young men, a little rough in manners, probably, and possibly a little free in speech. But all that can be corrected. It only shows that they need the civilizing influence of young women these 58 out of 100 men should be brought in touch with a woman's refining influences. Oh, my. Really? The really? government ought to see to it. Mm-hmm. In times past, governments have taken this matter under their charge. Some of the FFV, which I don't know what that means, and other first families of other states than Virginia. I think that tells you enough right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> owe their origin to the fatherly care of the English government in seeing to it that shiploads of English girls being duty persuaded of the matrimonial prospects in America were brought to this shore and safely delivered to the hands of husbands. Uh, so we're getting colonialism. We're getting sexism. sexism. I love how we're, we're getting anti-secession too. It's like, yeah. we need to go Shit. back to Papa England who just provided for us the with woman and money. The government provided the woman. Yeah. Bring me the woman yeah. by the boatload. Yeah. Please. So I would like a boatload of women, please. <laughs> what? Please deliver to the hands of husbands. Instead of like money, please. It's woman, please. (laughs) Yeah, that's basically what all of these articles are. I would like one whammon, please. Um, So the next one that we have is from Adair County News from 1901. Amazing. Um, This article talks about a proposed law uh, in Connecticut where folks would have to pay a $100 fine if they want to get married after having been unmarried for 40 years. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So they were, like, trying to get people to marry before they were 40. They're, like, bribing people. Yeah. What the heck? But also, it kind of just incentivizes people to not get married ever. Yeah. So, but this one said, um, in viewing of the difficulties... It would seem that the statesmen who are handling this burning problem would do better to waive the matter of fines and seek merely to encourage marriage indirectly by the systemic promotion of moonlight picnics and other other functions which are known to be salutary in their effect on the bachelor evil. (laughs) I'm... This person was like, 
why are these lawmakers doing this? If you really want to promote people getting married, give them moonlight picnics and, like, functions and stuff. Jeez. <laughs> if you want people to get married, then you should throw more mixers yeah. in your town. Yeah. <laughs> what? This is just, like, m- making people be social for no yeah, reason. Yeah, exactly. So then the Great Falls Tribute, again, or Tribune from, again, from 1921, mm-hmm said uh, also uh, <laughs> some of the male court some of the male court houses attaches thankfully laid down their offerings at the window of county treasurer Fred C. Andretta Thursday and others vowed never again <laughs> which essentially that just translates because it's worded so weirdly yeah I was like what? but it Basically means that some of the men, um, like, paid their taxes, their their bachelor taxes. They were like, yeah, here's the money. Yeah, some of them paid their bachelor taxes. Others vowed never again. But the treasurer encountered, encountered a severe frost when he suggested to women deputies that by offering to pay the tax... They might indicate their appreciation of their state of single blessedness. Oh. The treasurer said he stated his mission to the women deputies in the offices of the clerk and the superintendent, and that icicles tinkled from the chandeliers before he could beat a retreat. What? So he basically was like was like, hey, why don't why don't you pay things? Because like then you could then you could say that you're like happy to be single and what the hell and they all gave him like a death stare apparently <laughs> so this is nonsense yeah this is officially nonsense nonsense yeah and again another article from a from great falls tribune from 1921 as well mm-hmm. but different article different one um discussing the bachelors who were going to refuse to pay the tax okay. said, quote, <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> Anybody will rejoice that Montana has a widow's pension fund because sometimes the taxes were put towards a widow's pension okay, fund. Okay, sure. Um, it's a pretty serious proposition to be left a widow. No sturdy oak for the vine to cling upon. Oh, my God. Nor a man to do her political and other serious thinking for her. Oh, my. When there are sturdy lads and little lassies oh. whose restless feet must be shod and whose education must be advanced, then the state of being a widow is indeed serious, unless perhaps in the state of Montana... Where gay bachelors must what? help supply the shoes and the school books. What? 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 Where did the the side cut come about the gay people? Where did that I, come I from? I think it just meant happy. Oh, okay. But I was like, well, how, how th- come we're getting fucking roasted? I for think no they're reason? using the gay in the in the way they of mean happy. like happy people. Yeah. Oh, we're um, so happy because we're single. <laughs> but the rest, the this next quote in the article. It feels weirdly homoerotic to me as well. So I'm okay, like, what? I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, it is never the purpose of this great family journal to smile over the strange predicament in which any of its fellow creatures may be caught. Though not caught in matrimony, Montana's bachelors are caught in the snare of the law. How are they going to take it, having been shrewd and crafty enough to dodge Cupid and his artful accomplice? All these years, how will they proceed to evade this pesky law? Some folks think that's the chief joy in having laws, finding a way around. Oh. I'm like, this person seems like, like the way that they're He's talking about cheeky bachelors wanting to like evade marriage feels more like the bachelors just do not want anything to do with women it, um, it sounds a lot and, more like they're evading it because they're having more fun doing something else yeah exactly <laughs> and i was like what but so basically from all of these articles this guy's in brokeback mountain mode yeah yeah it became super obvious that there's a lot of things rooted in sexism. Very There's clearly. There's a ton of things rooted in eugenics. Very clearly. 
Um, one thing that I didn't see a lot about, just like in the articles that I was reading, um, and I would love to look into it more because it was referenced like once, and I think that there's more to that reference as well, um, is that there like there was one reference to the fact that part of the moral panic around people needing to be married was around the fact that it needed to be men and women getting married. Right. And... I wondered about that. Yeah. And there was one article that briefly mentioned it, mm-hmm. but I think it's worth saying that, like, I I don't think the homophobia is, like, lost in this situation, no. you know? Like, I no. don't think that... I don't think the gays got away... No. With, you know, like... No. <laughs> The only gays that got away with this were the lesbians who, yeah. were, who were faking out on those marriages in the beginning. Yeah. But, like, I, I truly do think that, like, there was a ton of emphasis in all of these about making sure that, like, men and women were married. And I'm sure that that existed alongside, like, homophobia yeah. at the time, which also contributed to this narrative yeah. and the bachelor tax being, like... We need men to get married to women. These men can't be just living with their best friends their entire lives. They okay. need to marry a woman. No. You know? This is, that's a lot. You yeah. know, like, I'm sure that that contributed that's to it lot. as well. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, and so, yeah, that is... It already, ha- there was already enough. Yeah, there's already enough. Let's throw another in. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's the bachelor tax for you. Um. It, what's also interesting, which I would be remiss if I didn't mention oh, it. Oh, shit. Remiss. Is that while, like, none of these bachelor taxes really exist anymore in the U.S., at mm-hmm. least. Like, um, I would love to point out the way that taxes are done are still based largely on marriage and whether you're a married couple. Right. Whether you are not. Mm-hmm. And... It, we're not like creating a bachelor tax, but there no. are taxes and tax exemptions specifically for married couples. Yeah. And like that has continued. That is true. To present day. Right. And so, like, and it's also interesting to consider the fact that, like, you know, prior to the legalization of like same sex marriage, right. they like you couldn't get marriage that was like a certain discrimination that they were facing yeah and like prior to like the legalization of interracial marriage right also something to consider and think Mm -hmm. about and also let alone the other like discrimination that would be happening with that jesus yeah and oh my god also like which you hear like a lot of folks who are disabled talking about right is the the way that marriage and whether or not you can get married mm-hmm. with our healthcare system and yes. the tax system mm-hmm. and how that all works. Yes. So, like, if we're thinking about, like... It's, like, I a do, very ableist system as well. Yeah, yeah, I do want to, like, throw it in there that, like, while this is funny and, like, terrifying and, yeah. like, the bachelor tax is wild and these articles are absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And so sexist, so racist. Yes. Um, it is important to also recognize the way that those things are still, like, being yeah. used in our current, like, mm-hmm. tax system mm-hmm. and our current systems within the U.S., mm-hmm. just maybe under a different name. Right. Um just saying yeah just putting that's our little soapbox for the day yeah and I didn't want to I didn't want to end this episode without mentioning that right because it's I mean while I think a great thing the macabre cast always does is we talk a lot about history but we're always um we're always very clear about looking at it from a very current perspective yeah because like from our perspective right now yeah. and so a, a big part of that is that we talk about the history and we talk about where that has taken us today yeah for sure I think that we always do that yeah and because the thing is is that like you can't talk about history without talking about the way that those things have carried over into today and also how it, like it affects us every day yeah yeah so something to think about 
Spicy. consider during this tax season. <gasps> Spice. Um, <laughs> Spice gonna do my taxes next weekend. Yeah. Spicy. Also, you know, like on the topic of taxes, the way that the government uses mm-hmm. taxes to support mm-hmm. militaries mm-hmm. such as Israel. Mm-hmm. It's Where just, is that money going? You know, what aid is that money providing? None. Exactly. It is it is supporting colonialism. So just like as we're thinking about taxes, as we're thinking about all of these things. Things to think about. Things to think about the way that money and the way that mm-hmm. the government uses and mm-hmm. extracts money is mm-hmm. used. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lots to think about. Lots yep. to talk about. Lots to talk about. Um, but yeah, so that is... That- <laughs> That is the episode. Um, my source is really quick before we choose what we're putting mm-hmm. in our cabinets. Um, uh, they're all, always Wikipedia. Iconic. Um, all of the articles that I mentioned and named yes. from newspapers. From and um, there was also the New York New York Post about how taxes made margarine, pink slips sink, pink ships sink, and more odd Damn. results. Um, there is also the article from the Society for Historians of the Gilded Age and Progressive Area, mm-hmm. which is an article mm-hmm. by Dr. Jill Fram, um, who, great, great article on that one. Um, the article I mentioned before, American Immigration, Fertility, and Race Suicide at the Turn of the Century by Miriam King and Stephen Ruggles. And Ruggles. Then we've just got a ton of newspapers, which, like, if if you are ever looking for a good old newspaper site where you can access it for free and it has, like, the uh, microfiche, basically, yeah. of the newspapers chroniclingamerica.loc.gov nice. is where I found all of those. Cool. Um, Good to yeah. know. I and, should We should put that in our shared... We yeah, should make a shared sources document and that should be in there. And I found it through like one of... Through the article by Dr. Jill Fram because That's cool. they like... I love finding... Linked all of those. Yeah, I love finding sources um, like that. Yeah, so... And we will be posting um, the chart that I was talking oh, about yeah. and some um, social social uh comics from the time as well yeah that were, yeah, yeah yeah like i'm excited commenting on it um i want to know what you want to put in your cabinet <laughs> so bad because i've been thinking about mine yeah. for a long time okay i want to put i want to put a contract between the you bachelor in uh, b- between a bachelor in Argentina and the um, <laughs> the professional bitch. lady rejector. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking like a tiny like a clip of like a newspaper ad, but it was like for being a professional denier, <laughs> like uh, like a rejector or whatever. Like that would be fucking. Oh, and my other favorite one would be like a rolled up newspaper, but yes. you could just see the headline that said "Girls, girls, girls, <laughs> girls, girls, girls." <laughs> Nobody in Washington. <laughs> So many yes. women in Washington. Too many women. Too many women. Not enough husband. <laughs> <laughs> Just the girls, girls, girls. girls, girls, girls. I loved that. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, we'll have to ask Shahri what they yes. um, got. We'll put it in the description. Yeah. Um, for those listening, they had to they had to head out a little oh, early. Oh yeah. Sorry, for we should have said that. Um, but. They they heard a lot of the quotes that I was reading already when I was doing my research. So so um. amazing! <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, um, well, thank you to everyone for listening. Mm-hmm. Please rate, review, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you to Shahri for being our producer. Yes. Thank you to Trainer mm-hmm. for making our intro outro music. Yes. Um, you can look at our pictures and charts on the Instagram, which is um, our handle is at the Macabcast Pod. We post for every episode on there, and maybe some other stuff sometimes, mm-hmm. maybe not because we're super inconsistent. 
Um, We're still figuring it out. If you have suggestions or requests or questions, you can send them to us um, at our email, which is themacabcastpod at gmail.com. That's pretty much it from me. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. And what's in your cabinet? Good night. Good night.